I'm someone that doesn't get really emotional with a lot of anime series that I watch these days. Although there are a few that really did jerk at my heartstrings and also made me open up a well of tears in the process after watching the series or anime movie. Some of them include things like Wolf Children, Komikat Communique, Planet, Planet After Story, and so much more. But there is this one series in particular that I recently watched that it was such a tearjerker and it was so beautifully comedic and not only a tragic, but it was so good. I had to watch it a second time just to get a better idea of what the whole premise was to do this review. Hello guys, this is Jay from The Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we'll be talking about my review of a anime series that some of you are or may not be aware of, which being Kotoro Lives Alone. So for those of you who have watched the series, sit back, relax, get ready for your fix. And for those of you who have not, I will warn you there will be some spoilers up ahead, so if you do not wish to listen to this episode, I suggest you either not listen to the episode or watch the series in its entirety and then come back and listen to this entire review. But for everyone else, let's get started. The series Kotoro Lives Alone is a manga series that began in March 13th of 2015 and became an anime series on April 24th of 2021 up until June 26th of 2021 and aired on Netflix on March, 27th, on March of this year. Now the series itself revolves around the life of Kotoro Sato, a four-year-old boy who lives alone in an apartment complex. There he meets different people who he befriends along the line. And I will admit that the series itself was a little bit slow to begin with, mainly because of the idea of like, how is a four-year-old able to live by himself? But then we begin to go further and deeper down of why he's living alone, why this is happening to him. And it's pretty upsetting when you actually get to peel the layers off of what Kotoro is going through and there is even some memories and some of the things that Kotoro is experiencing that just brings him back to what he experienced growing up with his family. One example was an episode was in episode two when Karino and Mizuki was trying to get were trying to get pictures of Kotoro and he basically kept running away from them. And the reason for that was because pictures of him, his face, basically brings back to when his father saw a picture of him at one of the orphanages he was staying at, and his father basically ran over to where the orphanage was at and was screaming out, yelling for, demanding to have his son back. And Kotoro was basically hiding under a desk, covering his ears, cowering in fear, hoping for this all to stop. And this basically is like a traumatic moment for him. Certain things that people would do that would often trigger the young boy. And it's really, really sad. And another thing that was really heart-wrenching is some certain things that wouldn't be cute is really upsetting. Like, 
At first, when I thought of the them trying to get a picture of him, I thought that was really funny and cute. But then when I, you actually see a real deeper meaning of why that is, you then begin to realize, oh, that's why. But this is, and we get to see that again. Not until a few episodes later, when Kotaro was holding a, a museum of some sorts in his apartment, and one of the, and one of them was when he had a pair of gloves, and he said that it reminded him of his mother. Now, at first, I thought, oh, that's nice. Maybe it's because she's someone who likes to keep her house nice and clean. But then, one of the women that was tasked to look after Kotaro, although she doesn't have any kind of liking for children, she began to have a flashback of when her mother used gloves on her. Whenever she changed her, whenever she touched her, whenever she interacted with her. And it was the same thing when Kotaro realized, well, when Kotaro basically explained that his mother used these gloves as well. Whenever she, she touched him, whenever she changed, she helped him with his clothes, anything, basically, she just doesn't want to interact with him, and it's really sad. And we even get to see more and more about about Kotaro's mother. That there was even an instance when Kotaro was showing his mother a picture that he, he drew, but his mother was too busy on her phone to even care. Now, you would probably think that she's probably a neglectful mother, she doesn't care about his son, but there is actually a very deeper meaning behind it. We actually see a memory from Kotaro where he's actually eating curry and he's his mother gets up and leaves telling Kotaro that she has to leave and tells him to take care of himself. And there was even a moment where she was break, breaking down and crying. Now, again, there are some people saying that she's just emotionally neglectful towards her son, but that's not the case. The reason why she hasn't been interacting with her son and the reason why she's so distant from him is because she's she went through postpartum depression. And it's actually a real thing that most, but not all mothers go through. It's a condition where most mothers would feel detached from, from, from interacting with their own baby, with their own children. Like they don't want to interact with them, they don't want to touch them, they don't want to do anything with their kids, and it is really sad. And what I love about the series is how they're able to display it in such a manner that is not only a tear-jerking moment, but actually shows in a way that is un that one can actually understand how this is so such a serious thing that people really need to take into account. Because there are people out there that would say that postpartum depression isn't a real thing, but it actually is a real thing, and some people just don't take it seriously. And there are people who do get help for this, but then there are some that don't. And those who don't get help for a postpartum depression, it can lead to serious consequences that would not only hurt 
that would cause in either hurting themselves or hurting others. And it's not always a an easy thing. It's not always that easy of trying to be able to break out of this this depression after having a child. Because some women are lucky not to get postpartum depression, while some women are unfortunate to get it. Because according to statistics, about 15% of women, about nine, one out of nine women, are more likely to get postpartum depression. And it's actually not only scary, but it's pretty sad. And how it's been displayed in, in cultural lives alone is not only upsetting, but it's actually a tearjerker. But, however, even with his mother leaving and a lawyer coming by to see how Kotaro's doing and giving him some rent money to help him out, she told Kotaro that it was the help of a kind person. And it was actually money from his mother's life insurance. Now, you would think that this is a nice gesture from his mother. Maybe she's trying to help him out, knowing the situation going on with his father. Maybe this will be a chance that he'll be able to see his mom again. Well, not quite. This is when things began to really crack down on the final episode of season one. Kotaro and Karino head to the cemetery where Kotaro pays his respects to his grandparents on his, on his mother's side. While there, him and Karino are, are cleaning the headstones of Kotaro's grandparents, where Kotaro writes the name of his mother and along with her surname on the bottom of the tombstone. And while helping with, with cleaning the tombstone, Karina noticed that one of the tomb, one of the headstones, had the same exact writing as the one Kotaro wrote, and right there was Kotaro's mother. Good God, did that scene hit me like a brick! And what's so upsetting is the people who knew. Of Kotoro's mother were aware that she had passed away recently. But, and what's up, more upsetting is that five-year-old Kotoro doesn't even know that she's gone. And what's even more heartbreaking is when he asks Rino if when he comes back to the cemetery next time, if his mother will come back. Rino couldn't bring himself to lie to to tell him the truth, so he had to tell him a, um, a lie saying that she'll come back. And that basically tore me apart. I couldn't bring myself to doing something like this to a child, and just seeing that and seeing this, his face light up, knowing what Karina did, I just know that doing something like this will probably break him later on. And. Even at the end of season, of the season, there was even a part that actually made me smile, where Kotoro was singing with, with his classmates, and he was pretty sad that uh, Karina was not there. But 
lo and behold, Carino actually appeared, and we actually see a part where he actually was screaming out the song. It was so adorable seeing his face light up. Which I really love about the series is that Kotoro is able to reach out to certain people, and even though with him only being four to five years old, he has a way being able to reach out to people in ways that is just so amazing. It's like he's so wise beyond his years despite his age, and I love that about the series. And overall, with my rating of the series itself, I'm gonna give it a 9 out of 10. The series is really fun. It's really an amazing a slice of life kind of anime. There are a lot of tra tragic moments in the series that will cause you to break down in tears and cry. And the only thing that kind of drew back from it being a 10 was the fact that there was just some things that kind of left me in a state of wanting to know more about Kotaro's parents, like what caused them to separate and where's the father? Why does he want to know where Kotaro is and what's going to happen next? And Overall, I really hope that there's going to be a season 2 for Kotoro Lives Alone because season 1 was actually really good and I'm really hoping that things are going to continue on because so far the manga is still ongoing and for those of you who are interested in slice of life anime, then you should probably check out Kotoro Lives Alone. So what were your thoughts on the review for Kotoro Lives Alone? Do you like the series? Did you not like the series? Let me know in a questionnaire that I will be posting in, on Spotify of what was the most saddest anime that you have ever watched. And for those of you who have stuck around at, towards the end, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a new episode. Later! Yeah.